Hello and welcome to Misrepresented. I'm your host, Lisa Opie. And today I'm so excited because I have a professional host and supermodel, Shay Filling, with me. Hi, Shay. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Oh my gosh, of course. When I saw you on the red carpet at the Influencer Awards, I was like, wait, this girl is, first of all, stunning. Thank you. And so talented. <laughs> it, it was an honor being able to interview you on that oh red carpet. Gosh. You were amazing live. Oh, thank you. I was like really nervous going in because like really? everyone's like so dressed up and they're all like, influencers I see on social media and I was like oh my mm -hmm. gosh so like when I was like having a panic attack before the red carpet no. and you were like can I interview you like that calmed me down so much I saw you and I was like I have to approach you oh my gosh thank out. you no thank you for doing that because that started my evening in like such a good way and just of bonding <laughs> okay so today's like all about you Ooh. and I love your story so tell me a little bit about your upbringing with all the art that you did because I'm also an artist so. oh awesome yeah well, I'm originally from Pennsylvania. I started drawing at the age of five years old. I, well, originally I went to school for fine arts and, uh, you know, it, I, I thought I was going to be in graphic design in New yeah. York City. Oh my God. And, uh, you know, I, I went on a trip to California. I went mm -hmm. to Los Angeles and saw Hol Hollywood and that kind of changed the whole, the path wow. for me. So did you like finish art school or did you? I did go to school at Chafee College. Okay. I went, I took some art classes, but uh, I eventually changed my degree to communication broadcasting. Okay. And I spent a lot of time in the TV studio and. Wow. Yeah. So I went to VCU for art. I was like convinced that I was either going to do interior design, graphic design or fashion design. But I dropped out after the first year because I was like, you know what? I'm not cut out for this. Like art's really hard, you oh, know, yeah. and it's really competitive. And like I couldn't see myself making a living off of that. So I went into political science, graduated with that degree and then never did anything with that degree. But at least you did something that's like relevant. <laughs> I knew I was going to do something creative. I just mm -hmm. didn't know what. Yeah. So when I went to California and I was around celebrities, I was I met this one producer from Extra. I oh met Mario gosh. Lopez. And you met I was, Mario Lopez. Yeah. I so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I was on set and I saw them live in yeah. that movement. I was like, wow, I I want to work in this industry. Um, I eventually went to East Stroudsburg University. I spent a lot of time in the TV studio. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's funny, I told them I wanted to use their studio there to have my own podcast and really? they turned me down. No way. So I was so determined. I was like, you know what? I don't need this. I'll make my own. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. And now you're like out here doing red carpets. Like, I'm so glad that so we connected. Just an example. Don't give up on what you want to do yeah. and don't let anybody tell you no. Your own, even the own university I'm going to. These are supposed to be people telling you you know oh you can do this like you know and then yeah. they they put me down so i was like whatever that's crazy so that was a that was a good moment you know? <laughs> a good moment i feel <laughs> like when people put you down it motivates you to like work 10 times harder to prove them wrong right so like when i hear a no i'm like okay fine like the swimsuit line i wanted to be a swimsuit model or a designer and nobody would help me nobody would book me and i was like okay i'll just make my own swimsuits and model them and i put some people out of business so it's oh, wow. just like you know prove them wrong when they say no just open your own doors for me i mean i had a lot of uh i had a lot of setbacks i had a lot like pretty much one thing after the next i was homeless in 2015 oh my, my gosh. family lost everything we were we were living in a tent what happened i don't want to go into too much detail but uh, you know, just financial reasons. Mm -hmm. 
and it was just a really bad time. And uh, that was a, you know, very, very low point. I had depression. Oh. I, I was really questioning my life. Like, what was I meant for? Like, the, you know, I had a really good childhood. Everybody I knew was going to these dream universities. Mm -hmm. And I'm just here, like, not doing anything with my life oh now. My and I was... So I'm just you... trying to bring myself back to that point to really shoot, you know, uh, but I was just, I was in a really bad place and I prayed a lot. Mm -hmm. I just told myself like, I'm destined for something greater. Wow. This is, this is temporary. Yeah. I might be in a tent with my clothes in a trash bag, but I'm going to be on television one way or another. Oh, so okay. this is like, and then after that whole bad time in my life, then I ended up meeting somebody in California at a relationship thought this was the person I was going to spend the rest of my life with and it ended up being very abusive and uh <laughs> I mean I'm speaking for so many women out there that they may be in a relationship right now that they can't get out of or you know how would you put it I mean domestic abuse any kind of abuse yeah any abusive toxic relationship I feel like you know, unfortunately, as women, I feel like most of us have been in that situation and we have experienced that. Yeah. Um, and it's just like awful. So what was your how did you realize that you needed to get out of that relationship? And how did you there was a moment where I mean, I was, I'll say it. Um, it got very like physically abusive. And I remember I there was a I went in the bathroom. And I saw myself in the mirror and that moment was like i had it like this is it i can't deal like i can't handle any more of this uh and just wow. him telling me i would never be successful oh without him he said my shoes are worth more than you and now i've been on a billboard in times square new york fashion yep. week i'm speaking on your podcast red carpets everywhere <laughs> so you have to just focus on you and keep don't stop don't quit on your no. dream but like yeah i went through one thing after the next oh my god and then uh yeah how did you leave did you just like pack your stuff and like, i packed i i packed my stuff up and then i ended up going back to pennsylvania wow I went back with my family and at that time i felt like a failure oh my because gosh. for me to to go back to pennsylvania was like i was always trying to go to leave pennsylvania mm -hmm. yeah that then i at that point i was like all right i have nothing to lose yeah, I've had all these things happen to me and I'm not going to live my life in regret. And every since I was very little, I had so many people tell me that I should be in on commercials or modeling. Yeah. So then I literally I was on the computer and I emailed every agency in the United States and wow. I didn't hear back for like five months. I was starting to think, OK, well, maybe this isn't my time. And then eventually mm -hmm. I got three emails from three different agencies, Wow. one in New York, one in Italy and one in Australia or something. And then I, I was like, I have to go with New York. Oh, yeah, because that's like really close to Pennsylvania. And mm -hmm. I feel like it's such a big hub for modeling. Yeah. Yeah. So you went to New York? Yes. Oh, my gosh. What was that like? Amazing. I mean, New York is I mean, if you love fashion, that's yeah, that's the capital. It's amazing. And uh, I feel like if you can make it there, yes. you can make it anywhere. And you made it there. Yes. <laughs> so tell me about your billboard. So I was on the the biggest billboard in Times Square oh my gosh. for this one company <gasps> that I modeled for. 
What? That was surreal. Did you get to go see it? Yes. Oh, did you just sit there all day and you're like, that's me? <laughs> yeah, it was one of those pinch me moments. Oh I my was gosh. like, really? Wow. And wow. then I was on the cover of Gesno magazine. Oh my gosh. And then walking for New York Fashion Week. That was wow. that was a big deal. Yeah. And so what brought you to Miami? Well, I had some friends tell me about Miami for some time mm -hmm. and I I had never been here. I mean, I've been to like Disney and Orlando, but I was never in Miami. So I came out here on a trip. Okay. Wait, rewind. When when was this? <laughs> this was like back in was it 2020? Okay. Yeah. So you've been here a while. And uh you know, it has everything that Los Angeles has. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it really does. So I thought, okay, why not go to Miami? Why? It's just this is where everybody's at right now. Everybody from Hollywood, New York, they're all coming here. Mm -hmm. This is before pandemic and all that. So yeah, and uh, now like everyone's literally here. <laughs> and uh, I just had that moment where I was like, "This is it. Like this is where I'm meant to be. I don't see myself anywhere else." Yeah. Wow. And I never imagined to be here. This was random. Oh my gosh. But like the universe has plans for you, you know, that you don't even know. So I want to know about your manifesting techniques because to go from being homeless to the best life in Miami, I won't tell people where you live, but yeah. she's, she's sitting pretty. <laughs> so she just had a manifest. <laughs> well, you have to have a vision board. Mm -hmm. You need the book, The Secret. Make sure you tag them. The Secret by Rhonda Burns. Mm -hmm. uh, you just have to be so certain of what you want that you become so obsessed and there has to there's no other option okay but you have to physically you have to be able to see it in your mind so clearly the set like the smell like even this moment of me sitting at this podcast i already visualized in my mind what i thought it was going to be like oh my god so now it's like all right it's just happening wow Everything I do in my life, I visualize the moment, wow. the, the person I'm going to meet, I research, but I, oh you know, I try gosh. to get a feel, but yeah. you have to be able to visualize that in your mind. But uh, I'm just, I'm very sure of myself and I, I feel the happiest and the confident I've ever felt in my life. Just, you have to really have a passion for what you want in this life. Yeah. I mean, you're there's really a lot of people it. not living their life to the fullest. I think it was Joe Rogan, that one podcast. I don't know the exact quote. I knew it was like something like 60% of people are not happy in their lives at their job. Something like I wish I had the I believe it. I believe that. <laughs> that sounds accurate. Like um, people are not <clears throat> people are not doing what they were meant to do. Yeah. And they not they're not uh, they, they're on that rat race. Yeah, they're just stuck. I mean, as some people would say, they're like stuck in the matrix, you know, yeah. and people are trained to just like work and not really think for themselves. So, And it's, you have to be fearless. You have to think so outside the box and uh, do the things that other people are not going to do. You got to visualize what you want and ask for what you want and it shall be yours. Wow. I love that. Do you listen to Abraham Hicks? I love Abraham yes. Hicks. I listen to that like almost every morning. There's like a really good morning meditation. Mm -hmm. And I swear like every time I listen to Abraham Hicks in the morning, my day goes 10 times better and everything just flows smoothly. Yes. <laughs> right? Law of attraction, mm -hmm. manifestation. You know what it is? People, people think it's selfish to love yourself. It's not. You need to love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you're not living your life. Yeah. to the fullest you're living for somebody else that's so true 
when when did you realize that like you need to love yourself and put yourself first because we're not trained that way you know like especially with like religion I don't know if you grew up in a religious home but we're always like taught to like put other people first and be selfless and so we're kind of like conditioned to not love ourselves and that's like a bad thing but I totally agree with well, you you know I have really supportive parents but my mom was always pushing me since so little to follow my dream and I know how corny that is oh yeah everybody follow your dream but like she always believed in me and she pushed me and she always told me to aim high and go for what I want. So I just, since little, I always like believed him. But but I guess once I got into more of the, the pageantry and like really fully put myself into modeling, because mm -hmm. I realized at this point, you know, for me to be able to get into these shows, be casted for commercials and, you know, I have to really be my best. I need to feel it. I, you can't fake it. Even yeah. in photography, you can't fake it in pictures, yeah. but you just, you have to live your, you have to be happy. I love that. And I'm like really excited for your next project. Are you Thank ready you. to talk about it? Yes. <laughs> so it is coming soon. It's mm -hmm. in the, it's in the works, but this is what I want to be known for. I am creating a women's suit line and I've been around the fashion industry for some time now. I've watched uh, New York Fashion Week shows. Yeah. I've been around all the biggest people and at some point you know I I'd go to so many stores and I couldn't find what I liked yeah. so I decided to create something that is not out there on the market yet this will completely change suits I'm like so excited <laughs> do you know like what like fabrics are you working with do you, are you doing like tweed or like more clean I'm not gonna say too much okay. but I I'm gonna be incorporating multiple fabrics oh i there's just so much that hasn't been done mm -hmm. and that will really make I, I just can't wait to dress women in my suit I love there's going to be a powerful moment i want women to feel amazing and this is this is probably the biggest thing in my life that i'll do is it so. the scariest thing were you scared going into it no yeah. no I, I feel like this is what i was meant for I love that. And it's just the timing of it, but like it's this is it. Like I can't I don't see myself doing anything else. There is no other option. So why suits? <laughs> because that's all I that's that's what I love. Mm -hmm. I could wear a suit every day. Yeah. And I love how women talk about suits, how it makes them feel. It the structure, the the way people women feel powerful in suits. Mm -hmm. The way that uh you know there's there's nothing like a woman in a suit and i feel the most confident you could put me in anything but the the suit is the most confident i agree yeah. but like the power suit is like a real thing and i feel so powerful so i feel like by making these amazing suits like you obviously are like a suit connoisseur and you know what you're doing so like you're gonna create these for women and you're empowering them in the process you know because they're gonna feel so much better and more confident in your suits so i can't mm -hmm. wait to wear your suits honestly <laughs> i, I want to put you in my suit I, you'll be my first oh i can't yeah. wait <laughs> so what are some challenges that you're facing right now like in your journey of starting a new business like how's that navigation going well it's still like it's still so new yeah i haven't even like nothing's out there yet yeah i mean i've worn some of my suits to shoes for a reaction mm -hmm. but it's still it's hard to say right now but yeah. i honestly i'm not really worried about that i think the hardest part is really perfecting your ideas yeah. because once you put it out there it's out there and that's what people are going to see me as and 
I have so many ideas and it's so hard to narrow it down to like your top five. <laughs> there's just so much, there's so many combinations. So yeah. I guess that's really the hardest part is just like knowing what, you know, how do you know people, everybody likes different things, but it's like, you have to trust your instincts and, and just really believe in it. So I'm obsessed. Like yeah. I can't stop thinking about it. Oh my gosh. I love that. So I want to talk about pageants a little bit because you did Miss Pennsylvania USA. Mm -hmm. Did you design your own suit for your interview by any chance? Yes, I did. You did? Yes. Oh my gosh. I need to see a picture. <laughs> um. So what was it like? Like what made you want to do a pageant and like what was that whole experience like for you? Um. Well, Miss Pennsylvania USA was always in my mind. I, I actually thought I was going to do it younger, like mm -hmm. maybe 19, but um you know it wasn't the right time i waited and then eventually i got an email from them and then i i thought it over again and i was like this is it like i have to do this wow. i'm not gonna regret this and of course i needed to find the best coach mm -hmm. because i really didn't know too much about pageantry and you know to represent allentown pennsylvania was a really big deal for me i'm very proud of where i'm from yeah didn't Billy and, joel write a song about allentown yes <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. and then i you know i got to visit my 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 school district where i was from and wow. that was that was really cool but uh yeah one of the coolest experiences but yeah training with john he was amazing he he kicked my butt but he he if yeah. you if you need a coach, he's you, you got to go to him. He's in Miami. He trained with Arbany, the recent Miss yes, Universe. Yes. Wow! So I knew I was like in the presence of greatness. Yeah. When I was training <laughs> with him, I was like, "This is worth it. This is amazing. Like this is a once in a lifetime." And you know, I had my dress custom made. Mm -hmm. Diana wow. Marach Couture, New York City. Wow. Custom made my dress, and everything was just perfect. You know, it was. Just the whole process of going yeah. through it and then your family supporting you and your friends and uh and the and friends then, that you make in the process yes too. amazing everybody was so cool uh but leading up to like getting up on stage the two days that we were there i mean i couldn't even sleep that night i was <laughs> i was so excited oh my god because it was like oh it's happening yeah. you know and and to be i'm gonna be honest I'm not like this kind of girl that's very, I'm very conservative. So for me to be in a bikini on stage, mm -hmm. that was nerve. That was really? like the most nerve wracking part of the, con the contest. Oh my gosh. Because everything else, you know, okay, I can work on interview and whatever, but, but yeah. being up on like, there's only so many months to train. Right. Did you work with like a trainer? Did you have like, yes, a I had diet? a personal trainer. I trained probably what two times a day, maybe three times a day. Mm -hmm. I became obsessed. I was wow. like in the best shape. I really actually should get back. <laughs> I know. I miss to, it. Like, sign up for another I was, pageant. I would just cry like sometimes before I was like, oh my God, here we go again. Oh my God. He's going to start yelling at me. <laughs> he was like a drill sergeant. Oh my gosh. Wait, was it Jan or the, another guy? No, 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 no. He was, he was pretty good. He was, he's a big baby. But, uh, yeah, it was just one of the, one of the coolest experiences I've had. And then getting up on stage, that was, uh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. How <laughs> it was one do? of the highlights. Did you make top 15? Five? I didn't make top 15, surprisingly, but 
hey, I don't, you know what it is? Some people, you know, their whole life was, their dream is to win Miss Pencil. Mm -hmm. That's their dream in their life. Yeah. I was meant for something bigger than that. <laughs> exactly. That's what, that's how I honestly feel. I didn't win that for a reason. Yeah. It was just the start to get me my name, to make those connections, to build my confidence. Yep. And then it propelled me to this point where I never thought I'd be. And now all of these people from that competition, they're watching me and they're like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Because imagine if you won Miss Pennsylvania USA, I feel like you would go to Miss USA and then you would just stop there. You know, it's like you're fulfilled because that was the dream that you thought you wanted. But then the universe is like, wait a minute, I have something so much bigger for you. Just wait and see. And like, here you are. I didn't, I was like, whatever, you know, <laughs> I was just happy to to be there and be a part of it, you know, yeah. just to, to do something that I had written on, a, like that was on my vision board. I'm oh going to do gosh. this. So just competing was amazing. Mm -hmm. So I'm just grateful for that experience to perform on stage. That's really what was, that was what it uh, was really worth all that for me. Okay. So pageants have opened so many doors for you, like judging Miss Teen Universe. So what was that like? That was really unexpected. I mean, I had the the CEO reach out to me. Wow. So of course I'm not going to say no to that. I was like, yeah. of course. And it was nice to be behind, like not being on stage and, and mm -hmm. seeing it from a different way. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Where was it? In Miami. Okay. Yeah. So was it like different from like the pageant that you competed in or was it like the same structure? Um, It was, I mean, the only difference was there was the, the, the costume. Okay. Miss Pennsylvania, we didn't have to do that. Yeah. But everything else was pretty much the same. What was your favorite part of judging? I I love the I love the gown. That's yes. my favorite part. Of course. And and just also, you know, getting to know the girls, mm -hmm. interviewing them before they went up. And then you know, I you kind of know who's gonna win. You have that feeling when you interview them. But yeah, it was just it was awesome. Amazing oh experience. Okay, so last thing I want to talk about is all the TV work that you've done. Like, you spend a lot of time on set. So walk me through, like, a typical day on set doing what you do. Well, I've been on – I mean, I've been on commercials. Mm -hmm. I've been on television shoes. I Miami had the Telmundo. Mm -hmm. This one show for Telmundo mm -hmm. that I did uh, – I had my own trailer. What? That was surreal. I remember I showed up. I'm SAG-AFTRA. Uh-huh. I'm thinking, okay, I'm just, you know, I have a small scene. I show up on set and they're like, are you Shay filling? I'm like, yeah. Oh, here's your trailer. Oh my gosh, queen. That's amazing. What was that like? Oh my God. It was so surreal. I just remember being there and I was like, is this real? I was taking videos and just capturing that moment. But like, wow. just to be on set, it, I can't explain it. It's one of the coolest experiences you can have in life is being on set of some major production. Are you production. Like treated like royalty with like hair, makeup, and catering, and just everybody helping you? <laughs> it, it, it's it's everything you would think it is. It's wow. not as glamorous, obviously. There's so many takes and everything, mm -hmm. and but it's 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 everything that I always wanted to do. But my biggest thing that I want to do next, and I'm putting it out there, is I want to be on an Adam Sandler production. Oh my god! I actually spoke with Rob Schneider back in March 
and they're they're coming out with another grown-ups movie so oh my gosh how fun. that is like a <laughs> set i want to be on wait what's your favorite adam sandler movie uh hmm. i don't know i like that's a hard one i like he so many good ones. <laughs> yeah i mean i'm a huge david speed fan too yeah so. have you seen just go with it it's like so funny. yeah yeah that's like probably my favorite it's just hilarious mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I, anything with Adam Sandler. I love comedy. Me too. I'm such a comedy girl. Or like rom-coms. I like like Mean Girls. Anything mm-hmm. with a makeover, I like it. Okay. Like Princess Diaries and like Miss Congeniality. They're like old movies, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, those are classics. They're classics. That's what we grew up with. Yeah, and I love the makeover parts. So, last thing before we sign off, I want to okay. do a rapid-fire Q&A because it's like my favorite part of the show. Sure. So, it's just this or that. Um, would you rather be on a pageant stage or a modeling runway? Modeling runway. Yes. <laughs> um, are you a morning or a night person? I'm a night person. Yeah. I mean, I wish I was a morning person, but it just I, I feel the best at night. <laughs> I feel like I feel you have to be alive. to survive Miami. You have to be a night person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for meetings, would you rather do in person or Zoom? In person. Me too. Beach or mountains? Beach yes road trip or fly flying i bet you fly private no no not yet <laughs> power suit or dress i know power the suit <laughs> power suit mm-hmm. phone call or text phone call okay really i i like hearing people's voice yeah i like being straight up with you oh my god i don't like i don't have time for these games <laughs> <laughs> wait what about me texting I mean, you it day? depends on what it is yeah but I, I prefer phone call. I yeah. love that. Oh, my gosh. I'm such a texter. Maybe it's, like, my social anxiety or something, but I like texting. Would you <laughs> rather judge or compete in a pageant? Uh, I'd rather – I'd rather uh, – I'd rather judge. Less pressure. Yeah. 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 Um, would you rather be the model or the designer? Designer. Yes. Love yeah. that. <laughs> um, I feel like modeling has, like, inspired you and, like, it probably gave you, like, a cheat sheet for everything that you're doing now, right? Because yeah. you're kind of, like, watching the other designers and you see how they operate and now you can, like, do your own thing, so. Modeling was a really cool way to really get exposed and network, uh, confidence builder. Yeah. You you meet a lot of cool people in, in the modeling world and I, I became a lot of, like, friends with all the designers and I have a ton of model friends and photographers and just, you, you know, you have that appreciation for, for all that is put, there's so much behind the scenes that people so don't realize much, yeah. for these shoes, just for that couple hours. I mean, we're, they're prepping the whole year just for that wow. one show. So yeah, New York fashion week, that's, it's, it's one of the coolest experiences would you do it again? Are you going to go back in oh, February? Oh, yeah, February. I'll yeah. be there. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I hope to see you there. No, I have people reaching out for me oh to be in their gosh. show. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So where can we follow you on social media and, like, everything that you're doing? You can follow me on Instagram, SheFilling. I'm also on TikTok. Um, I'm – where else am I at? Facebook. But it's Instagram. Instagram is the spot. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for thank coming you. on. Thank you so much.